What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Mirror Driving. I am your host, Brace, and I'm here joined with Evan, as always. Evan, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going great, man. Just ready for some short track racing Saturday night. You didn't get your short track race in Phil's Richmond? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not a great race. Um, we got to move quickly today because um, my phone is almost dead because I was very unprepared, so I apologize for that. We're going to do a little different order this time. Let's start with the news, and then we'll do in the mirrors. Uh, Evan, why don't you uh, get us started? All right, so uh, as most people know, this week uh, the schedule was leaked out and then was officially released, uh, starting out with the clash at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, a uh, quarter-mile short track. Uh, That's actually going to be open to all drivers, which is mad interesting. Yeah, uh, I believe they said they're going to have uh, – might have heat races. Uh, that will be very – Fun to see. Um, once again, quarter mile track. Uh, weekend is the week before the Super Bowl, uh, which very rare you see the season start that early. Um, and do you think any Rick Ware cars make the journey out, Kelly? Oh, obviously not. Uh, they're in, they're in the sport for the almighty dollar. So if they're going to waste a dollar, they're not going to waste this dollar. Um, <laughs> then you have the Daytona 500 going the weekend after the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl's on two. So I guess those rumors of the. Uh... 500 not starting the season or just that rumors yeah rumors uh thank goodness um and then majority of the st- more majority of the changes this year are just uh race and swapping dates um yeah go to up to march for instance set of may yeah you have a uh, you have richmond and bristol swapping weekends Dover Bristol on e- uh, Easter Sunday at night. That's interesting. Bristol. Yeah, hopefully it'll probably be a Monday race, knowing uh, East Tennessee and their rain. Um, uh, who's the moron at NASCAR that made the Bristol dirt race happen at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon? They've never been to a dirt race? You do it at night because of the dust. Yeah, I guess I figured it out last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you have the All-Star race moving to May, uh, still at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, and then June fifth, you have Worldwide Technology Raceway uh, making its NASCAR also Cup Series gateway. debut. Gateway, yeah, close enough. Uh, making its Cup Series debut. Uh, the one week break going to Father's Day weekend uh, with Nashville coming up the weekend after that. Um, yeah, they pretty much a bunch of the Pocono now has one race. I believe that race weekend went to Gateway. <clears throat> yep. Um, Richmond no longer in the playoffs. That's August 14th. Yep. Then you have uh, – they stretched out Indianapolis road course and Watkins Glen. Thank goodness because I was tired. I didn't really want to see back-to-back road courses again. Uh, yeah, and the regular season ends with Daytona, which is a fantastic yeah. decision. Yeah. Just, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which, then again, it, it is NASCAR, so they might try to. Yeah. Uh, you have Kansas moving back to the round of, round of 16. Texas moving out of the round of eight to the round of 12, and then Las Vegas and Homestead, which is one big change. And from February to October uh, into the round of eight, that being the middle race of that, uh, of that uh, format. And, and then, then we ended at Phoenix. Ended at Phoenix in the final four. So Overall, a fantastic schedule, in my opinion. Yeah. Kevin Harvick said he loves it. So Yeah, it's a I mean, great schedule. Yeah. I mean, overall, just consistency, you know, I feel like it'd be better. On to the more news. All right. Uh, Mike Wheeler has been named a director of competition at 2311 Racing. Thank and, God. 
<laughs> as bracing as a Denny Hamill fan, so he knows the the uh, hard times for Mike Wheeler. Uh, Booty Barker. I tell you guys that Bubba Wallace's performance is about to do a complete 180. Mike Wheeler's terrible strategy. He's not even good at building the race. Just terrible. Like, get old Booty back in there, bro. <laughs> Booty Barker, as many know, is the crew chief for the uh, number 13 car with Geico with uh, Casey Mears and Ty Dillon. It was not as a serve, the crew chief for the rest of the year. Where has he been lately? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, like, I forgot play- he existed. Yeah. Is he uh, in a wheelchair? Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, that's that's him. Um, hey, just making sure. <laughs> yeah, but I think it'll be because with Jermaine, you saw very consistent runs with what they had. Um, so I believe that maybe they'll be able to get more out of it. I don't know what they'll – it doesn't say – uh, what will happen in 2022? It just says versus 2021. So obviously, maybe with the new I bet they get like a, a loan from JGR or something. It'd be cool if they got Jason Ratcliffe, but yeah, yeah it's very, very possible. Um, but once again, we don't know. So yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Starcom officially goes out of business, but that was obvious. So I think that was all the news of the week. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can say this. The uh, truck race just ended, and Austin Hill and Todd Gillen have been officially eliminated from the 2021 NASCAR Truck Series playoffs. Yep, Chandler Smith went up, went up there and got him one. Uh, crazy race. Had a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, well, usually it's a it's a Bristol truck race. It's going to be nuts. Uh, was once again, yeah. Race. Yeah, very good race. Like those, like the last twenty laps were run, like fourteen laps were under caution. So crazy. Did John Hunter give him the win there? I don't think so. Uh, once again, that's just me, but I personally don't think he did. Because he, he was, man. he because he was still going for it with a couple laps to go. Um, I think he was just trying to make it not look obvious, but yeah. But I mean, once again, you got to get a teammate in there. So yeah. And then Chandler Smith's interview said it was harder to win a truck race than a cup race. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, you want to go on to In the Mirrors? Yeah, let's talk about that excellent race at Richmond. I actually enjoyed it, if we're being honest. Um, it was a Richmond race, you know, pit strategy. But Twitter didn't like it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the middle part got pretty boring. Uh, I like that to the final pit stop and Denny Hamlin was what about eight seconds back, and all of a sudden you see him start to eat into that margin. Um, other than that, I thought it was a typical race, uh, which apparently now we don't like to see anymore. Yeah, Corey the NASCAR. We got <laughs> robbed of a pretty solid finish, though. Kyle Busch speeding. Like, that would have been a decent battle between he and Truex, in my opinion. Yeah, because they were... I think if Kyle doesn't speed, I think Denny does catch them because they'd be probably battling. Yeah. Or at least burning up their equipment to beat each other. I don't know if Denny wins, but he certainly gets closer than two seconds. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, obviously, you had Truex win the race. Hamlin finished the second. Bell finished the third. Elliott finished the fourth. Joel how about Chris Bell? Cody called it last week. He didn't, well, he thought Bell would win, but a top three yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's usually been pretty stout at uh, Richmond. So, I mean, you know, everybody. Is he a sleeper pick to make it to, like, the round of eight? Uh, well, you know, he's uh, he's 17 points to the good. So, I mean, it's very possible he could do that. Um, 
all he, has, all he has to do is just stay 17 spots ahead of his competition, and he should be pretty good. But, you know, easier said than done. Yeah. Um, it's going to be pretty hard, I would say, for Kyle Busch, Amarola, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, and Tyler Reddick to be able to get back up in because uh, they're all within eight points of each other. So, I mean, a lot of those guys are really good at Bristol, too. Yeah. Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, um, Kislowski. Those are the guys you obviously need to watch at Bristol because they have, I'm pretty sure there's like 100 wins right there (laughs) at Bristol. Um, Yeah, I think it'll be pretty good uh, to see that, just to watch that battle. I have a, I will be there Saturday night. So I will make sure to have the point standings printed off and keep it updated at the end of the, end of each stage, <laughs> just to be able to figure out what's going on, where everybody's at, where they're coming to the checkered. So I'm looking forward to the pictures you send. Race you know, cars just look, look, they look so much better in person, especially uh, whenever they're you know glossed over and they're under, under the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, it's beautiful. Uh, I believe it's a 7:30 Eastern. Green flag time, or not green flag, but you know, it's when the coverage starts. Um, so it's gonna be the sunsets at seven thirty-two, I believe. So it's gonna be a complete night race. They weren't giving us early night race. sun, early sunset. Yeah, well, then again, it is September, so <laughs> I think they're they're they are right at that uh, the time zone change line. I want to say they're probably like an hour east of it. Hmm. So, so all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, as you can see, we're talking about time zones because that race was so fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Michael McDowell keeps shooting himself in his wing, bro. Yeah. Like he wrecked at Darlington, and then he goes and speeds three times at Richmond. Yeah. Like he's thirty-eight points back, I believe. Like he's in a must-win at a track he's not going to win at. Oh yeah, sure. Well, then he he might win the fans over like he did last year in the All Star Race and. Right oh Wallace. <laughs> but, you know, uh, fans don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, Out the Windshield and talk about a race that should be excellent, and that is Bristol. I am mad excited for this, dude. You can't go wrong with some Bristol night racing. Yeah, since, like, the uh, last couple of years, there's been some great races at Bristol. Uh, 2018 2019 was amazing. Of course it was. The 2018 you had, you know, <laughs> Kurt or Kurt Bush and Clint Moore going for it. Uh, 2019, like you said, you had Denny Hamlin passing Matt DiBenedetto. You know, getting to watch him cry was great. Uh, no offense, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't drink the muscle milk, as Brett Griffin said. Um, yeah. <laughs> 2020, you had that awesome battle between Kevin Harvick and Kyle Bush for those last so-so laps. Um Keep it, just keep it on your toes. Yeah, I'm expecting more of the same. Uh, maybe the dirt changes the track. Who knows? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, but they uh, are using resin. Well, they, yeah, they've always used resin. No, they're using PJ1. They use PJ1. Resin's uh, awesome. I like it. Yeah. Um, Joe Logano saw- said about the resin that he's happy. He has a, like a 40-point lead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a four-point lead. Uh, I mean, eh. did, did they already put it down for trucks, or are they going to put it down after, like, Xfinity? They put it down for trucks. I mean, it, it looked pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if bottom you looked saw... really OP, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Good. It's Bristol, baby. Um, I like the top. 
I I don't. Dude, I like when they can pass in either lane. These cars go too fast nowadays to get bumping runs. Then you just gotta use the car in front of you as a brake. Um, like I, that's I was what you do in league racing, bro. No league this racing. This is real life. League race, you go up to the wall, pound the wall, and then rush right down the track and gain forty mile an hour. All right. Uh, I was watching the truck race tonight. Uh, apparently, somebody had the bright idea to uh, paint in the bottom, the bottom of the where the concrete and the asphalt meets, painted it yellow, and I was looked like I was watching a two thousand night race or something. I was like, whoa, this is giving <laughs> me some nostalgia. <laughs> uh, nostalgia. I've, I'm, I'm southern. I don't know what the word is. I'm like, so, I'm like, uh, a, like a throwback race. So who do you see getting eliminated after Saturday night? All right, so Mike McDowell. Uh, Bold pick. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw the uh, – I believe it was either the starting lineup or the entry list. They had the print the print off where they put the playoff drivers with the P. They didn't even put a P next to Mike McDowell. So I mean, it's like, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like they already knew what was going to happen. If McDowell doesn't advance, bro, it's so rigged. Yeah, if McDowell doesn't advance, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> um, William Byron, I can't see him making up 18 points. No, it's he... hard to lose it. Or it's easy to lose 18 points. It's hard to make it up. Yeah, very easy. Um, <sighs> Eric Amarola, I don't know. He's usually good at short tracks. Yeah, the, this 750 package is right in his sweet spot this year. Yeah. I just have a strong feeling, bro. Brad Kieslowski's not going to advance. He's going to screw this up. Yeah, I don't know. And um, then I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it's Reddick. It's got to be Reddick. Yeah, only Re- I don't know. Reddick won. Hey, Reddick has won at Bristol before in the Xfinity Series. He won there twenty nineteen, I you, believe. Are you basically saying that whenever you go to make your picks at the end, that you're going to pick Reddick to win? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's he's not going to the, in the fantasy lineup. Let's put it like that. All right. Um, I need to set mine. I already have. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say McDowell, Byron, Almarola, Bellman, Alex Bellman. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine's obviously McDowell, Reddick, um, Byron, and Bellman. I see Hendrick getting cut in half here today or tomorrow or Saturday. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever day of the week it is. It ends in Y. I had, a, I had a, a guy I work with. He's like, "Hey, you going to the race Sunday?" I was like, "Where's the race at Sunday?" I thought it was Saturday night. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, yeah. um, this is completely off topic. But Dale Jr. being in the Xfinity race on Saturday only made the ratings go up five percent. That's pretty surprising. I mean, not really. Uh, it was like for some reason, like. It felt like kind of whenever NBC took over the Indy 500, uh, you never really saw anything for it. Like, I barely even saw – I can't recall seeing anything advertising him for the race. I guess, yeah, the casual fan probably would have no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, That's like, a re- they dropped the ball hard there, didn't they? Like, I feel like if it would have been a Friday night race, you know, everybody would have been like, oh, my God, yeah, sh- let's watch it. But since it was like Saturday afternoon, everybody's out working or something. Like, I was at work. I had to watch it at work. So, yeah. I watched it on my couch, but yeah, we're not the same. If in the chat. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, back to Bristol. I just wanted to bring that up because I saw it on my notepad. Yeah. Back um, to my notepad. What about YRB getting a top 10 at Richmond, man? Yeah, I, I didn't think. Hey, man, I tried betting you boys money. Dude. I wish wouldn't get a top five last week. So. 
We're both I mean, on the high. I guess. But like, I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, he's going to finish 11th. He's going to tie it like he did in spring. But no, he got up there, and he passed Cody's band, Austin Dillon, to go to top 10. He I was, did it at the very end, too. I I, yeah, I was, driving, I was driving home. I was, going to, I was like, oh, let's just see who finished where. And all of a sudden, it said Ryan Blaney 10. And I was like, what? And so you I looking got, at the results while driving home? I don't condone texting while driving. <laughs> I, I was stopped at a stop sign. I would put it like that. Mm-hmm. I was moving. I was stopped at a stop sign. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, Cowboys did rebound to get a top 10. So, I mean, there's that, I guess. Speaking of rebound, Chase Elliott, man, he shot himself in the wing in a bad pit stop. That was all his doing. Completely avoidable. And then goes a lap down, gets his lap back all under green, and then finishes fourth. Like, what a performance by old Chasey. Yeah, you know, if like all the Chase fans couldn't really blame this one on Alan Gustafson this time. Nah, so, man, it's completely in the box. He's like, let me just back up real quick. Yeah. It's like, hey, I see this square or this rectangle right here that I'm inside. You know what? Just to be safe. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Like, he I realize both. half my car is up in the air right now because it's on the jack, but I'm still going to back up. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those, you know, Harry Hummel beer. I'm going I'm to do this. Let's see, let's see if the jack moves with me. And I'll say it, it didn't. So, so what are you expecting from the race on Saturday? As someone who's going to be there, like, what are you expecting to see? Probably the same thing I've seen the last nine years I've been to Bristol. This has been my ninth year at Bristol. Um, you know, there's always congratulations, gonna... I guess. Yeah, okay, the next to be ten. Quick pass. Yeah. All right. I I I even went in college by myself. Um. Talk about a loner. Uh, it's always just going to be, you know, somebody's going to come out there and, and just, win the race. You know, yeah, somebody's going to finish first. Somebody's going to finish second, third, fourth, fifth. Uh, you just never know who. But usually there's going to be one or two cars that's going to come out there. It's completely surprise everybody. It's like, oh, man, look at this guy. He might actually do something. And there's going to be three or four guys going, you know, he's like, oh, they're going to win. They're going to come out here and lead every lap at the stages. They're going to win it, win, win everything off pit road. They're going to win the whole race. And they're just going to suck. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you, you, it's a shot in the dark of who it's going to be. But Were you, know. you at the 2018 summer race when everyone just, like, died on, like, lap two? Yes, I was. And you would and you would be surprised. Everybody was clapping whenever they saw Cowboy spun out. <laughs> he, like, just looped <laughs> it, bro. Well, thank, I thought Ryan Blaney had a little bit to do in that. Nah. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was kind of that, that was that was probably one of the best weekends of my life. I got to meet Dale Jr. that weekend. Uh, that was great. Obviously, you know, praise Dale Race Hill. Um, Not that Dale, but yeah, it's the same thing. Just uh, just one letter. Um, <laughs> Two letter. What? One letter. An S and a J. One letter swap. Shut. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, we can come back to Bristol, but let's make our picks real quick. Who are the two drivers you'd bet on? Two drivers I would bet on. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Denny Hamlin be the first. Yep, one. I got him too. I have to have him every week. Yeah, you know, like you, you know, mentioned this Tony Stewart s run. I was um, about to say this, man. I told you on the podcast. <laughs> this man's gotten first and second. He's won like two of the four or three of the four stages. That he won both stages win. Sunday. So. That's what I'm saying. He won a stage at Darlington. Two stages at. Richmond, he got a first and a second, and 
the wit the finishes of the race. Like, man's going. He's going on a run. Yeah, uh, you know, and that continues at Bristol. You heard it here first. Yeah, I mean, he's won what? He's won two in the last decade. Uh, won there. He won the two- 2012 summer race and the 2019 summer race. Yeah. So you know, obviously he's he can he, he can do it. So who's your he should have won. Other- he should have won uh, the 2019 spring race, but he hopped the cushion while leading. Well, like 12 to go or 14 to go. Uh, my second pick is Kyle Busch. I have faith in him this week. Yeah, you know, usually whenever he doesn't do good in the, too good in the race, he always bounces back. Uh, I'm sure he'll be pissed off at himself for giving for giving that one away. Um, and as close as he is on the bubble, he's going to need to have a good points day. Yeah, you know, he's only, what, eight points to the good? So he's mm-hmm. on. He's going to need to come out there balls to the walls. Uh, I didn't get to do it. Well, yeah, I guess probably be Kyle Busch on the second pick. Um, first pick of the wouldn't bet money, but wouldn't, you know, be surprised. Probably be YRB, Ryan Blaney. Of course uh, it is. Yeah, well, he, he usually runs he, he runs great there. He leads a he, lot of laps. He just tears up yeah, equipment. He just – he can't finish the race. It's like, like in 2018, he led – he won, won a stage. Uh, 2018, the spring race, you know, he wrecked up while leading because the lap cars wrecked in front of him and couldn't avoid it. Um 2020 spring race, uh, he was lead, or he was second. Uh, lead, he led some laps and then got past Keselowski and then looped it and then tied it on his torque nose off. Um, so I mean, he can do it if he can just finish the race. You know, he might be able to pull one out. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, my first pick of wouldn't be surprised, but wouldn't bet money on. Uh, it's close to YRB, and I'm going Maddie D, bro. I know you love that name. He probably should have won the 2019 <laughs> race if it wasn't for old Newman. Um, if he even wins Bristol, do you think that does anything for him? Like, is there anyone right now who is like, man, I don't know, should we put DiBenedetto in our car next year? Like, if he goes out and wins Bristol, does that change anything? I feel like it, I mean, it'll, it'll do him good. Uh, I I, it definitely doesn't hurt, but is that like a I don't know if, if he doesn't win? I don't know if he'll bring in, you know, Roger Penske saying, oh, screw Austin Cindric, I want you. Um, I don't think it'll be a monumental change, but it'll do it'll do some good for him, I believe. All right. Well, who's your second? Not not surprised. My second not surprised would probably be once again shot in the dark here. I also have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shot in the dark, bro. You're just drawing a name from a hat. Yeah, Kurt Bush. Your, yeah, always runs good, good at Bristol. Uh, always runs good at Bristol. Uh, you really went up. through the entire driver roster, and I got who's car number one. Okay, Kurt. Yeah, I'll go with him. <laughs> no, who finished last last race? Oh, Kurt Busch, that guy. <laughs> uh, tie with he holds a tiebreaker over Alex Bowman right now. Uh, tie with zero points. I don't know how that math adds up, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> tied uh, with zero points. A whole a whole season comes down to three races, and you all of a sudden you're tied with zero points. You know, yeah. go nice, go sport. Um, Kurt Busch is a solid pick, though, to be honest. Yeah, you know, he finished second he won there here three years ago. Yeah, the race, yeah, once again, like I said, uh, finished second there in 2019, said he would wreck his brother to win. Um, sounds like he didn't do it. Yeah, you know, but he, get, well, he did get the upper hand on him in Kentucky that year, ending, you know, the end of this year. The end of this year. Yeah. Was there for that one, too. <laughs> Who's your who is your second pick? 
Mine is Chase Elliott. Really? Sorry, I had to yawn. Uh, yeah, this this feels like a race that I don't expect Chase Elliott to win it, which is exactly why he will. Um, he should have a couple Bristol points wins. He won the All-Star race here last year. He probably should have won the spring race, but he decided to forcefully make Joey hit the wall. Yep. Um, I feel like he's just been close at Bristol quite often. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he does it this weekend. Yep. Uh, Give me both of your not shocks, just back to back. Not shocks. Or, I mean, your shocks, excuse me. My shocks. Well, you know, I have four shocks in my car. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My shocks would probably be, right now, Joe Lagano. Uh, That means they finished fifth Saturday night at at Richmond. Uh, Not a team really firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, you don't really hear much of them during the race, and not up their lead points. I mean, they're they're fin- they're getting stage points and consistently finishing. But you know, I believe he finished eight ninth last at uh, Darlington a couple weeks ago. Um, but you know, uh, just, just not yeah, somewhere in there, just not really, just just not at the top. Uh, yeah, thought that was Denny. Yeah, you know, for some reason, I kind of want to go with Chase Briscoe. Uh, you second. would be shocked if Chase Briscoe won. So would I. So would everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he won there in the Xfinity Series last year. You know, he's he won he's, everywhere in the Xfinity Series last year. Okay, what's your point? Okay, this is Bristol. This Br- <laughs> he uh, won everything but the championship last year. To quote Dale Jr., it's Bristol, baby. You know, he won there. He won Bristol last year in the Xfinity Series uh, night race. I was there for that one too. Um, Why don't you say be shocked if Anthony Alfredo wins since you're already like you're almost there? Hey, you know what? I'll be shocked if Quinn Hoff wins this race. That's a That's bold pick. I'd be shocked if Brad Keselowski or Kevin Harvick win. I'm not going to use any cheap answers. Yeah. I mean, it it sounded good whenever I was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. would be shocked if a guy who was not close at all to making the playoffs wins this race. He was he was close. Just, you know, getting kind he of pushed up. He didn't jump any. I know that whole thing. Before then, yeah, you know, like you know, like the another. I know there's this big paved racetrack right here, but this grass, God, it looks so good. So I'm gonna floor it. Y'all are lucky we didn't have a podcast back in that race, dude. <laughs> the the, uh, the group chat was. Pre- I was there for that. We don't race. need to go I'm into like, it. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm there for every race something happens. Um, so, I could go race for Austin Dillon one, so that's cool. I have two. I was there for his first crew win. What's up with it? Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, What's up with it? <laughs> um, I was there for Denny Hamlin passing Matty D. Uh, I was there for Chase Elliott winning Talladega. I was there you for uh, NASCAR handing Chase Elliott a win at Coda. There you go. The you rain's know. too hard as it's literally not raining at all anymore. Yeah. Hey, I know there's this little sprinkle coming down, but we got to call it. You know, we don't want this. They've been racing in a monsoon all night, but now that it's actually drying up, like, it's just too dangerous. Yeah. I know there's been 19 crashes and 14 cars totaled, but we got to call it. There's this little mist, you know. What's that, Chase Elliott? You can't make it on fuel? Uh, Hey, guys, like, uh, you know, just call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, at, we're at a TV time? Call it. I bet they were. Dude, red flags in person suck. Oh, God, yes. 
They, that was uh, there were so many red flags in that Coda race, bro. I just wanted to go home. I can't even say how many races I've been to where there's been a red flag. I probably want to say three, maybe. Yeah, hey, I've only experienced two red flags, but that's in three races. There was, I can't remember the, if there only there was one in the my first race. I know the first Bristol race I went to was that's whenever uh, Danny Hamlin got a cut tire from Brian Vickers and wrecked to half the field. Whenever Truex broke his wrist, mm-hmm. there's one in that one. 16 there was because it was raining. That was the race I started believing in the Vortex Theory. Which one? The 2016 rain race. How did you believe in the Vortex Theory for that one? If it rained the entire race. Was that not the Bristol race where uh, Carl Edwards won and like they barely held off on rain? 2014. Was that 2014? The spring race. Whenever uh, Stenhouse finished, finished second or third. Oh, right yeah, now. that was. Yeah, Yeah, that was the spring race. For some reason, I thought he was with Gibbs by then. Now mm-hmm. you're right. No, that was 2015. Was whenever, uh, whenever, whenever Kansas won. Oh man, okay. Yeah, there was like there was a string where there was like four Bristol night races in a row. <laughs> yeah. Well, five, I guess, because the 13 night race. Um, yeah, the 14 spring race was night. 14 night race, 15 night race. Uh, spring race was a night race, and then 15 night race. So, um, it's when I get to meet a YRB for the first time. All right, yeah. well, we don't hear about your fantasies on the podcast. Hey, uh, I had a fangirl moment, okay? <laughs> so, anything else you want to discuss about the Bristol? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, this is probably going to reach six people again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, if, if you, you guys are listening to this, can you guys go back and just, like, listen to the last episode one more time? Yeah, so like, like, you know, you count you know, after 10. Six, that, was seven. A bad, that episode did poorly. Like, 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 yeah, if you listen to this right now, Go back to like the last episode and this episode and play it from start to finish with volume all the way down. It's like six times, if you don't mind. Uh, each. Yeah, we don't really talk <laughs> about our views lately on this podcast, but the first four episodes did amazing, each over 15 views, which for a new podcast is pretty good. And last week's got six. So we need to do better than that, boys. Come on. We don't ask for much. Yeah, I, I have a feeling this one's going to do better because, you know, Cody's not on it interrupting everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense, Cody. You just, you know, interrupt everybody a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I know what you missed on. What? Do you want to talk about Ryan Priest possibly going to trucks? Uh, I think he goes to Spire, if we're being honest. Uh, where, have you, where have you seen that rumor at? Uh, yeah. Anyways, so I think Ryan <laughs> Priest probably ends up in Spire, if we're being honest. I think... Uh, while we're in the same wavelength, I don't think 2311 buys out front row. I think they should take the 38 charter, which is the popular theory, but I think McDowell stays comfy at the 34 car for front row. Yeah, I can see that because I don't see how come they would buy. I don't understand why they would buy a two-car team just to be able to still run. Well, Bob yeah. Jenkins is apparently looking to sell. He's been trying to get out of it for a while. Well, apparently so has Richard Childress, and he's still going at it, quote-unquote. Well, someone's got to give his grandkids a ride. Well, grandkid, he won't give his other one a ride for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's some more news there. Uh, you want to go ahead and go ahead and uh, you know. I'm just saying, boys. Uh, if, Ty Dillon Dillon run, if Ty Dillon runs for GMS next season, you heard it here first. Yeah. If you didn't hear it from here, if you didn't hear it here first, uh, stop lying to yourself. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> we know some podcasts, you know, have hinted at somebody, but we are we are announcing it. We're gonna. <laughs> We and are if he put, for some reason doesn't drive for GMS, then just ignore the next like twenty seconds. You did not hear. You did not hear that from this podcast. 
All right. Well, I think that's a good way to end it because I'm at 1% and I don't want to lose this recording. I'm at 100%, bro. It's like, you know, uh, maybe we should charge your phone. Get a, get a wireless charger. Um, maybe you should be able to hear me on the computer. Anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for watching. Evan, thank you for being a great co-host as always. Do you have any last words? I love you guys. Hopefully, I'll see y'all. Hopefully, I'll see me on camera. And if you see um, a man decked from head to toe in Ryan Blaney gear at Bristol, go go say hi. If I'm going to camera, I'm gonna be naked on streaking on the track. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching, Evan. I hope you have a blast at Bristol. Uh, and as always, I'm Brayson. He's Evan. We'll see you guys next time. Deuces. <laughs>